Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, welcome back to Viewers Anonymous. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Stop Foster. That's right, man. We back in this thing for another episode, man. What's going on with you, good brother? Man, I'm doing all right, man. Doing good, man. I, I definitely can't complain. Um, We're going back, back on schedule. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, going into the second week of being back on schedule after being off for a week. But uh, but I'm glad to be back on schedule, man, and um, get, getting these movies in. Watched a new mm-hmm. one last night, one i never seen before. I mean, it's not a new movie, but it's new to me. Right. But uh, shout <laughs> to you for this one. So, uh, sure. but yeah, man, I'm doing all right, man. How about how you feeling, man? Everything good? Man, I'm feeling great, bro. Everything is going fantastic, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, outside of just the, the rainstorm we got yesterday, man, I was supposed to go uh, go out there and do a video for Immaculate Bros, but couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? The rain got the hidden and it got crazy, so had to stay in the house. You know what I mean? It was It was super hot all day. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, it was one of those things where you was just like, man, you know what I'm saying, it's going to be one of them real humid days. And, like, as soon as I got in the house, poured down on me. And then the crazy part was Sunday when I was originally supposed to shoot the video, I went to go get a uh, – I had bought, I went to Walmart. And I knew I had a pump at the house. So I'm thinking in my head, like, well, if I got a pump, you know what I'm saying, I got a needle too, right? Because anybody that got a pump, of course, you got the needle. <laughs> 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 so I go to Walmart, man, buy a little, you know what I'm saying, one of the little junior size footballs, little cheap footballs, and I bought a, you know what I'm saying, the kicking tee because, you know what I'm saying, I'm supposed to be kicking the field goal. So I'm like, all right, man, grab that real quick, get everything. Of course, I go home. I don't got no needle. Well, uh-huh. I go to four to five different stores. Guess what? They don't sell air pumps or needles. Oh, man. Yeah, so – uh soon as I leave out, last store I went to was Kroger. And I leave out Kroger, it just start pouring down. So I was like, well, I wouldn't have been able to do that shit no way. So hop in the car, you know what I'm saying, come back to the house, call my brother. He like, yeah, man, I got a whole bunch of them. So go down there, get it from him, pump up the ball. So got the ball pumped up, but can't do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do nothing until the fields dry out. Hopefully within these next few days, I'll be able to get out there and do it, though, but yeah, man, it, it it poured down on Sunday, Monday. I mean, it really poured down on Monday. They had the uh, they had the rainstorm advisory on TV. So, you know, outside of that though, man, everything been smooth, man. That's what's up, man. Good deal. Uh, also, man, before we get started, man, shout out to uh, to my dude Tyrone Collins, man. You know, what I'm saying he uh he had, uh hit me up. Well, he didn't hit me up, but he had um commented on the reel that I put out on the last episode mm-hmm. that we did. And he was just like, man, he was like, I love the new logo. Oh, and, man. Um, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, man. You know, I had him on the pod on, on 28 one time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's also one of those type dudes. You know, what I like about Tyrone is, like, he'll, like, if somebody be like, yo, 
recommend any podcast, you know, this stuff like that. Like he always like throw views anonymous, twenty eight minutes and that shit like that. So he like he really fucks yeah. with us. So, but uh, I do want to shout him out, man. So I appreciate him. You know, you know, let me know that he liked the new logo, and I had to tell him, yeah, yo, man, sure, thank man. Scoops, man. Like Scoops came up with the with the whole thing. Um, hey man, it was it was initially your idea. You know what I'm saying? You you what? hit me up. <coughs> Excuse me. You hit me up and was like, hey, man, what you think about a new logo? I'm like, shit, what you got in mind? And you was like, man, let's make it like a production house. I'm like, okay, I think I can do that. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I took a little time searching them and looking for them, and I seen that WB. I'm like, I think I can pull that off. <laughs> so yeah, I think that might yeah. be the easiest one to pull off. Yeah, man, it, it was it was dope what you was able to do with it, man. It, it was an idea that I, I – let's just say I got some inspiration somewhere. And yeah. uh, and I was yeah. like, man, you know what? It'd be dope. I like maybe we should uh, you know, try to do something like that as well. Cause I mean, I always liked the one that we had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, there's a movie podcast. You know, it had the movie set, right? With the, with the time clicking down, and all that type of shit. But I was just like, man, you know what? You know, maybe maybe it's time for a new logo, man. You yeah, know, it never uh, hurts. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought that it was time to switch it up a little bit. I mean, this is the third time we switched it up, so. Yeah, you know, it started out with the chalkboard joint. Yep, and um, but yeah, man, I just, I just felt that you know maybe we should do a little something new. So I just wanted to shout him out for because like I I've always said that like it'd be great if we got more interactions like from the fans, like mm-hmm. actually saying some stuff, movie suggestions, or you know anything you know in that realm. So uh, I just wanted to shout him out, and say man, I appreciate him uh, <clears throat> commenting on the logo, man. He, he said he liked the new logo, so I just wanted to shout him out for it. For sure, man. We appreciate that, Tyrone. Thanks a lot, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. But we got a uh, we got a movie that I've never seen before. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Before we do that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, never mind. I'm tripping. Today, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I know why say, you. Man, I yeah. know why you did that though, because our conversation before we started. Man, hey, look, I'm so I can't I can't wait for Friday to talk about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, bro. I'm because I know I'm gonna finish it, bro. I cannot wait to talk about this. this. Listen, if you get me, if you get me with any kind of documentary, bro, the cult documentary. Oh my god, I'm I'm a sucker for a cult document. Any kind god. of documentary where it's like. A, a dude just garner a following and create a cult, or it's just like <laughs> it's just this one dude that could just like manipulate people. I'm in it, man. Hey, man, I'm I'm with it when it comes to some man. Like like even that one, and they end up making a movie out this joint. I ended yeah. up watching both of them. Um, the the Waco joint with David Knish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they came out with the documentary first, then they came out with a movie. <clears throat> I watched both of them jokers, bro. I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? They right. end up shooting it out with the with the government and shit. And uh, you know, a couple of casualties, but yeah, man, that coach shit, man, it's wild, man. It's wild. But yeah, man, you jumping a gun, man. It's uh I know, man. episode. I know, but <laughs> I know why though, because like we were we were sitting there going in on some shit like before we started. So nah, I get it, I get it. But it happens, man. It's the podcast where we humans. Right. You know? And uh hey, like that they said, play us fuck up too. Mm-hmm. But For uh sure. but this one, man, this was this was definitely uh one of your ideas. You actually been speaking about it for a while. We had this on the list for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh so now we're coming up on it, man. So I'll let you do the honors. 
Well, man, this movie came out my birth year, 1988, starring uh, Tom Hanks, Elizabeth Perkins, John Hurd, and Robert Loggia. Um, or Loggia, I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. Um, man, that's Frank, man. Yeah, but I don't know how to say his last <laughs> name, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, hey, when I saw that dude, I was like, yo, that's Frank. <laughs> But, um, man, this movie is so dope because, you know what I'm saying, when I first seen it, I didn't understand the, the message that it had uh, in it. And I didn't really get it until I started, you know what I'm saying, watching it. Now, I've always liked the movie, of course. But, um, but once I got older, I realized the message, you know what I'm saying, in the movie. Um, the movie is big. Like I said, it came out in 1988. Um, but the message is, man, just don't grow up too fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really just the surface message of the, of the whole movie is just, you know what I'm saying, appreciate being a kid while you can. You know, appreciate the moment that you're in right now because, you know, sometimes you wake up and you realize, like, you know, I went to sleep a 13-year-old and I woke up a, an adult. You know what I'm saying? I woke up a grown-up. So, you know, sometimes you just got to appreciate, you know what I'm saying, what's going on around you and... um you know what I'm saying, cherish the, the, the moments that you're in because you never know, you know what I'm saying, sometimes it'll be too late and you and you might not be able to get uh, back to those moments. And, you you know, you might not ever get a chance to get them ever again. But um, the movie is about a young boy um, who basically is, you know, in the midst of, you know what I'm saying, puberty, uh, 13 years old, he's, you know, doing all this stuff. He's kicking it with his friend and enjoying life. And one day, you know, they go to a fair and he sees this, um, this machine, uh, the Zoltan Speaks machine, which basically, you know, you, you put a quarter in, make a wish, blah, 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 give you a card and say your wish is granted. Well, he said that, you know, he was sick and tired of being a kid. You know, he wanted to grow up and be an adult for a change and, he made the wish and then, you know, he got his card. And next thing you know, my man went to sleep and woke up and he was a grown ass man laying in the, on the, at the top of a bunk bed. And um, <clears throat> it basically just goes through all the progressions that he did from, you know, what I'm saying having that 13 year old mind and um, basically having to adjust in the lifestyle of an adult. And then at the end, he basically reverts back to being a, a teenager after <clears throat> he learns his lesson. So um, that's pretty much the gist of the movie, man. This is your first time watching it. What did you think? Uh, I, I, I initially thought that it was going to be different. Um, but watching it for the first time, well, the first thing that I appreciated was <clears throat> I appreciated Penny Marshall who was mm -hmm. director of this movie. You know what I'm saying? She did, she actually done a lot. Like she did one of my favorite movies um, that's really, really slept on. Uh, she used Tom Hanks again with Is a League of Our Own. You know what I'm saying? Like she, mm -hmm. she did A League of Our Own. You know what I'm saying? She did some Sam and Cat episodes. She did The Game. Like she's very well-rounded, <laughs> man. She's with Bones and Frasier and Nash Bridges. Like the Simpsons, like crazy. So like I appreciated what she did because I thought the vision that she ended up having for this movie was like you said, like growing up too fast because 
things are not going your way because you tried to get on a ride and the ride, you know, you wasn't tall enough for the ride. So he was just kind of like, yo, like I want to be big because he right. really wanted to be big to impress a girl. Cause like he couldn't mm-hmm. really impress that one girl um, from his school. And I thought that this movie, now don't get me wrong. It's, it got a ton of funny moments, but the movie is, is, is really serious. It was more serious than I thought it was going to be. Right. And I appreciated that part because, like, dude, like when he was like when his friend had took him to uh, to the city and put him in that damn room, he said, "Yo," he said, "Let's stay here." He's like, "It's St. James." <laughs> he was like, "He's got to be good." He got St. James. On. It's religious. <laughs> it's religious. <laughs> like, and then he go in there, but just like just the fact of him being thirteen years old, being in his room by himself. It's gunshots outside, people yelling. You know what I'm saying? Dude is yelling in Spanish on the phone. And it was just like watching it from that point of view. And then what I like about watching these movies that when you, you know, when you go back into time, because you're like, yo, how the fuck did this dude get a job? You know what I'm saying? With no no resume, you know what I'm saying? No Man. ID, no nothing. But then you have to think, it's 1988. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a lot of different shit going on at this time. And so I appreciated that part of it as well. But I got to get into the shits real quick, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why this movie could not fly today. <laughs> this movie could not fly today. <clears throat> because, yo, you told me one thing and it ain't what happened. Mm-hmm. You told me when my girl tried to give him some, my man said, ill. Nah, my man knocked it down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and not only did he knock it down, you got to think. Yeah, he had a 30-year-old body when he's 13 years old. Yeah. Like, man, we were looking at her nowadays as a pedophile, man. Like, I mean, like, not really. I mean, my man was in a 30-year-old body. He He, he was, but like, I just think that if this movie was made today, like I think that people would have a problem with it. And I'm glad okay. that it came out when it did because I think that if you being realistic, like I mean for, for some, like thirteen not really thirteen, I mean, you know what I'm saying, it was fifteen for me, but like it's right around there, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's coming. It's coming to that time, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Where, where you know, where you start to experience, you know, dab a little bit in the uh, in the smash or something. But I just but thought. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I don't want to cut you off, but I want. You, I just want to mark that real quick because that's what I was talking about. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to it when you get done. Go ahead. Oh, um, shit! I forgot what I was saying. Um, but I just thought that that was that was uh. It's very interesting to put that in the movie that he that he actually develops a, a real relationship with mm-hmm. an older woman, you know. Mm-hmm. And even though when she first went to his apartment, she was like, "Fuck, like <laughs> <laughs> my nigga, you got a fucking life. trampoline in here and shit." My nigga but was living life. He he was, but I think that what he did was, I think that when you are quote unquote adulting. You know, you you kind of lose that that, mm-hmm. that sense of having fun, and I think that instead of looking at him like a straight up weirdo like she was in the beginning, she kind of mm-hmm. like 
you know what? Like for the first time in a while, I'm having fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I think that's what ended up happening. But like you, but you know, uh, but them having a relationship being developed with someone with the mind of a 13 year old and someone with the mind of a 30 year old, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? They're connected. But uh, but but what you what you had what you had a thought of? So um, you know what I'm saying? We had talked about it, or you know what I'm saying in the um in the coming soon. And I was saying how, um, you know what I'm saying? The, the difference of cultures, you know what I'm saying? This was something that I had realized as I was getting older, why, you know what I'm saying? And as I continue to watch this, um, it's just a difference in cultures. Like at 13, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they was in the girls and all that. And he was, you know what I'm saying? He was kind of like standoffish of, you know what I'm saying, over at first, and then, like, eventually, as the night went on, you know what I'm saying, he finally got into his groove. Mm-hmm. But, like, me at 13, had I been in, like, a 30-year-old body and I had that opportunity, oh, it had been a go. Like, she would <laughs> she would have <laughs> never had to leave me on to anything. Like, that was the that was the whole goal for the night at 13 for me. Like, if I had that opportunity, I'd have been a rap. You know what I mean? The older women I wanted to <laughs> take down at hey, 13, man. bro. I don't know, but I think, I think he was ready, but like, man, she took that shirt off. He knew exactly where to go. Well, I mean, at, at then, like, at that point, yeah, because, you know what I'm saying, like, he was older, you know what I'm saying, he kind of, you know what I'm saying, got in the groove of the night. He had had his first kiss and all that shit, so he was already primed and ready. Yeah. But I, th- I, thought, it, I thought it was funny. But then, like, I already know when you were telling me during the coming soon, you was talking about how he was just walking around like with this young kid and nobody thought it was funny, but you know, but he, you know, he ended up saying like, yo, this is my son. But well, first of all, when they was uh sitting in a um sitting in a lobby waiting for him to do his job interview, and the lady was like, Okay, yeah, your son, like basically like your son gonna have to stay behind. And he was just like, he thought it was so funny. He was like, yeah, like your dad says you have to stay here. I forget exactly what he said. But it was just funny that that, that ended up saying that he was his dad or whatever. Because I thought initially that he was going to, they were going to use the brother thing. Like, this is my little brother. Like, I just brought him to the interview with me type of thing. But I just thought it was so funny that he was mature enough to be like, yo, like I need to get a job. And like they was looking through like the classifiers. Like, yeah, people mm-hmm. back in the day, you had to look in the classifiers. Yeah, you had to look in the job. paper, bro. <laughs> you had to get a paper. <laughs> and you had to call the numbers yep. for a position to get a job. Yeah, that's what you had to do back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And like I just I just thought it was very interesting to see that the way even the day relationship and, and I like what he ended up doing. Because he couldn't convince his mom, like right. when he, because because he left. He, I, I think, I think the whole point of the movie is it had to go this way. But mm-hmm. I felt that there was some things that he could have done to potentially kind of convince his mom that it was him. He tried to show her the birthmark, but she was just like, "Yo, this is a weird ass big yeah, dude." Yeah, I, show I, I was it was a grown ass man in her son's drawers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> look, the drawers stretch, but he couldn't put the clothes. On. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But uh, I liked how he convinced his friend. Like he started singing the one song that they showed mm-hmm. us, like maybe ten minutes before in the movie, yeah. when they was going through this whole song that they kind of like made up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, so he was able to convince his friend, like, "Yo, like this is me." And 
I just think now the thing is like I spoke on the coming soon that that yeah, like they redid this movie with thirteen going on thirty type of shit. Mm-hmm. But like they dabbled in this before <clears throat> just in like different ways. Like yeah, that was a movie Friday. that I watched like I think I watched it like a year ago, two years ago. It's mm-hmm. a movie called Freaky. Yeah. And basically what it was, it was Vince Vaughn, right? Yeah, that and, is Freaky Friday. No, 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 no. Freaky Friday is a different movie. That's, no, that's the I'm one. saying the, the premise of Freaky is supposed to be Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah Freaky yeah. Friday. Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis and um, yep. uh, Lindsay Lohan. Back with and then there was another one before that one. Uh, I forgot. I don't know who was in that oh, one. That one was a lot oh. older. But it's a the one with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis is a remake of the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, a free, I thought Freaky was cool because, <laughs> like, the dude, well, Vince Vaughn was a serial killer, mm-hmm. and he got inside this, like, 18-year-old girl or whatever, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, the 18-year-old girl went crazy. into him. Yo, but but that, that was, remember, that was um the one with Rob Schneider. Um... Oh, oh, I know you're talking about. Oh my god! That shit called. Um, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, he switched. Yeah, he did switch. The hot chick. Yeah, hot chick. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep, yep. You're right. You're right. But um, but I I like I like what they did with it, man. Um, well, when we speaking on big, like I like mm-hmm. I like what they did with it. it. It was more serious than I thought it was going to be. Like it yeah. had it had some really funny moments in it, but also what I think what what is kind of slept on in the movie is the fact of like you have these adults who are clean cut adults coming up with toys for kids mm-hmm. and like they don't really have the the real thought to have at least I'm not saying that you should base toys just basically on kids like just have kids but it's like you have grown people trying to invent new toys in 88, and it's just like, exactly. all right, it gets to a point where it's like, yo, you're not going to play with it. You mm-hmm. know, they're just like when he was sitting in the room um, while they was having a meeting, and he said, yo, he was like, I don't get it. He was like, what do you mean you don't get it? He's like, nobody want to play with a building that turns into a robot. Like, No, 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 see, like, that was the thing. It was a robot that turned into a turned building. Turned into a building. Yeah, yeah. he's like, like this is stupid mm-hmm. and like I think that you have to have you have to be a child at heart to be coming up with toys mm-hmm. of things that kids are going to like nowadays it don't, it don't matter anymore like I don't even buy my kids like Y'all say kids don't even play toys, toys anymore. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying dude I saw I saw a, a meme on Facebook yo and then, man they were showing Toys R Us man oh, man, uh, that's like, just man the kids would never understand but like my kids was well, able to my kids was able to experience it up until I think like two years ago. It's longer than that for me. Like uh, my kids was able to experience it. I think the last time we had a Toys R Us that they could like really really go to. I mean, they was probably like they two years apart. They was probably like eight and ten, some shit like that. Yeah. And then they end up because what they tried to do, they tried to save it and they combined it with uh, Babies R Us. Mm-hmm. And it just got to the point where that shit just died, and it's just like, <clears throat> and that's another thing about watching like old movies and shit because it's like it brings you back to a time 
Oh man, they were talking about this one, Dan Levitar, right? I know I'm going on a rant, y'all. They were talking <laughs> about they were talking about uh so was, they were talking about Stu guys, right? And they were saying mm-hmm. that, that they need to get Stu guys a driver. And yeah. Stu guys, you know, he called them heaters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he was like, they were like, how are you going to smoke his heaters? They were like, are we going to be able to get him a driver that uh, will let people smoke? And he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they can have an ashtray on, on deck. They were like, yo, do y'all remember the days when cars came with man, ashtrays and the lighter joints? And I'm like, yo, man, I remember them damn things, man. And it's just like every car came with an ashtray back then, y'all. It came with an ashtray. Yo, it came me, with the lighter joints that you push in. Let me put a let me put a a, a random fact in your head real quick because y'all uh-huh. can go check this too. And if y'all don't believe me, go ahead and Google it, look it up, find out all that good stuff, and then hit me up on Twitter and tell me Scoochie was right. So, do you know that you know what I'm saying? Because you're bringing up the ashtrays and cars. Remember how on the armrest of the door there used to be ashtrays mm-hmm. and cars well yeah. the reason that instead of replacing them with just regular armrests you got that little divot thing in there is because the modes of the cars <laughs> literally came like that and they didn't change out the modes of the cars so instead of having an ashtray you just got somewhere to like put your change or something on the you know what I'm saying on the yeah. armrest of your doors so Auto for people who got cars now. If you got a little indention in your, you know, some little little crawl space in your armrest, that is basically the mode for an ashtray. Your car was supposed to have an ashtray in it if smoking cigarettes wasn't cool no more. I mean, if, if smoking cigarettes was still cool, that would have been an ashtray inside your car. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm old enough. I'm old enough to when my aunt used to send me down to uh, this one restaurant. Yep. Yeah, I'm saying to go to the vending machine with the trap with, yep. with, uh, with the cigarettes in it. <laughs> you just had to push that motherfucker in and get it out with the, get the carton out. And yeah. yeah, man. But uh, but yeah, that's the one thing that's great about watching like old movies. Um, but yeah, I I thought that listen, man, Tom Hanks, man, like he he he's good enough and relatable enough to to mm-hmm. pull this off. Yeah. Like he he did it in a way where it's like he added he added that emotional part to it because like even like when he was in the bed like crying like when he was mm-hmm. in there like in the room by himself for the first night like it made it so relatable because it's like yo like thirteen year old on his own mm-hmm. really for the first time mm-hmm. and he has to pretend that. And then, like, dude, this motherfucker was on a milk cart. Like, yeah, he was really missing. Then he had to call his mom and act like he's someone else. Yeah, and say that, <laughs> yo, like your son is fine. Your son is great. He's he's doing yeah. all right. Trust me. Like, nothing yeah, he's wrong doing he's doing good. He just soon. can't go through the phone right now. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be home soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but man, it, but I do like how they they put the whole thing in it. Of he was he he really considered staying. Yeah. Like he really considered like staying an adult, but but then you know what I'm saying you got you gotta realize like okay yeah this relationship that y'all have right now yeah it's all fun and dandy right now but you just wait till like you in the honeymoon stage you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying you wait you get to know the real her oh no oh no the real her almost came out don't you don't you forget <laughs> that motherfucker almost came out. my man trying to come up with an idea right that's gonna get Steve Jobs the fuck out of here. 
My nigga had the idea to come up with the digital comic book in 1988, bro. Yep. You push your little button and change up. Not, he already had that idea. Tom Hanks was already on it. But what did she do? She wanted to throw a wrench in the whole goddamn problem. Oh, what what is this? He like, what you mean? How do you feel about all this? Bitch, I feel about what? We making comic books. <laughs> no, 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 no. How do you feel about me? He like, <laughs> what? Yeah, at he was 13, like, what? Yeah, like at 13, bro, you can't comprehend no goofy shit like that. Like, that yeah, shit didn't even like, make sense. She was like, she was like, what do you, she was like, like, what is this? He was like, what, what is what? Yeah, <laughs> she was like, like, this. The fuck is going on? First off, we eating pizza. You got wine. You know what I'm saying? We coming up with these great ideas. And you want to mess everything up by saying, what are we? This is why you'll never be senior VP at, uh, uh, what, what's that shit called? McMillan. This is why you'll never be senior VP at McMillan Toys, lady. This is exactly why. Because you you wonder, you, you, you got questions about all the wrong shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, man, listen, for me, man, this this movie is is um it's one of my favorites too because just the the mindset that he had, of course, you know what I'm saying, going through this, and you get to see the transition of him, of course, being a 13-year-old, but finally understanding what it's like to have responsibility, finally understanding what it's like to mature. Finally understanding what it's like to, you know what I'm saying, like have a girlfriend and all of these other stages that he was eventually going to get to as he got older, he had to really go through within like what I think it was like a year. I think he had like a, a year to to deal with it. And it's like, you know, you see him in the beginning, him and his best friend, uh, you know what I'm saying, him and Kopech out here, you know what I'm saying, they doing it big, they, you know what I'm saying, drinking beer, you know what I'm saying, they doing all the shit you would do as a 13-year-old if you were in an adult's body, you know what I'm saying, for yeah. the first time. And then, <clears throat> not only that, you know, he's making all this money, he's doing all this stuff, so now him and his friend really get to do some shit, because now it's like, yo, my best friend is an adult, you know what I'm saying, and all the wild shit that we would dream of, we can finally do now because now we got somebody who could be like, you know what I'm saying? The parent, like the funny, the funny, one of the funny scenes was when she was like, um, sir, such and such and such and such, your son. And da-da. he was like, yeah, some, some dad. And he was like, yeah, some, some, some son. And they started laughing. Like just, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just dope to see them two in that, in that dynamic. And then as you, you know what I'm saying? As the movie progresses, you start to see how, that dynamic breaks apart and then he starts to mature a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He, he gets a girl that he like, you know what I'm saying? He gets a girlfriend, you know, he's, he's actually enjoying his job because like for a 13 year old, that's a dream job. You know, he gets to play with toys all day. He gets to basically create his own toys. Like as a, what kid wouldn't want a job like that. Right. Yeah. And so even though, you know what I'm saying? As a kid, he was able to be in that situation. He kind of thrived because he had the perfect job for a kid. Then as time went on, you started to see like, even though he was coming up with all these great ideas and everything, he really wasn't as good as the jobs he was getting now because the success he had at that job, as he got, you know what I'm saying? Higher up that kind of slipped away. And now he has to really focus and pay attention on being an adult and doing all these other things. And really, He's still new to the whole adulting process. This isn't, you know, so like this ain't something that he's been 
or, or had the chance to go through in a regular lifetime. This is something that happened overnight. So he really had to get acclimated pretty fast. And so, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with a girlfriend, dealing with a job, you know what I'm saying? Really kind of putting your best friend behind you. Like in the one scene where Kopech bust in the door and he like, yeah, the list is here. And he like, hold on, just give me a minute. And he like, dude, what are you talking about? Like it's the list. We finally got the list. And then he like, yo, this is important. And he was like, yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Your best friend telling you about the list is too. You know what I'm saying? And then he hang up the thing and he like, yo, what are you doing? And he was like, yeah, you forget. I'm still three months older than you, asshole. And he walked out like, you know what I'm saying? So you get to see that whole, those dynamics change. You know what I'm saying? You see him get homesick where he like, man, I'm missing my family. I miss, you know what I'm saying? Everything when he telling her, she thinking the motherfucker married. He like, no, nah, I'm not married. Then she thought he was about to break up with it. Like, so she really didn't know what was going on because he trying to really explain it to her. So, I mean, it, it was just interesting to see him go through those different, you know what I'm saying, transitions and changes as the movie went on. And that's what I really, really liked about the movie. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that, too. And, I mean, that's got to be very difficult to be able to hold something like this in as a 13-year-old and try to explain to this person, like, mm-hmm. yo, like, <clears throat> like, when he was trying to explain to her, like you said, She's like, wait, I knew it. I knew it. You were too good to be true. You got a whole family and mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. He was like, yeah, I got a family. And she was like, yeah, right. but you're married. You got to be like, no, I'm not married. I just got a family. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what do you mean? Like, I got a little sister. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was dope. And then also putting someone in a position to, at, at that mindset, to try to tell them, like, yo, like, I'm actually – 13 years old, like I stay at home with my parents. Right. I, I, I asked for a wish and my wish was granted and mm-hmm. you know, all this type of shit. But no, but the wild shit is though. So they never really told us like how old um old girl was. They never told us how old Susan was. Yeah. But yo. She had to be in like her early 30s. Yo. Susan told my man, yo, you 13? Uh, you know, a couple of years, say my number. Like, I'm like, like, hold on. Definitely hold on. did it. Yeah. What's the age of consent in New York, man? Let's talk that's about what it. I'm saying, yo. Like, that's well, what I'm saying. To put, that, to put that in the movie, to be like, yo, you have to hit me up in 10 years. You be 23. I be like, 43. Like, hey. You know what I'm saying? Because, she, knew was, she knew what was coming. But then, yeah, she did. But then also, like, to also put in the movie, like, and see, and, and this is the thing, man, like, it's tough being, like, okay, I can't speak too much by experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I was kind of hype, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I was 13, 14, but, but like, the, to put in there the one scene where, you know, so the reason this whole shit even happened is because he seen old girl about to get on the ride. The girl that he had a crush on. Mm-hmm. And he tell his parents he don't want to do it with them. He want to ride by himself. He go to her. And so she's talking to him. But then old dude come up. Hey, man. Yeah. It's always and, that one nigga. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, like, this is my friend such and such. He has a car. Mm-hmm. It's like, hold up, bitch. We 13. 
What hey. do you mean you talking to a dude with a hey. car? Like, you know how the game go, man? You, you ain't new to this. Hey. You know how the game go? Listen, it, at that time, it was niggas out here that was, you know what I mean? Man, listen, my man was in high school. Your girl was in middle school. And he's hey. scooping up the girl. Bro, listen, I'm telling you, it was niggas. That same nigga, I guarantee you, after he graduated, was boning a senior. <laughs> I guarantee a freshman. You. Yeah, Maybe, but it was them creep niggas that was doing that shit. But, like, that really went with the time. Because, mm-hmm. like I say, this movie couldn't really come out today with, without it having some kind of backlash. I just think that you really have to think, like, okay, like, 1980, you know, they probably filmed this in 87, 88. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like these were things that were accepted back then. I mean, it still goes on today now. We, yeah, like, sure. we both witnessed it where, you know what I'm saying, where it was dudes pulling up to the to the high school. For like, sure. yo, that dude graduated. You know what I mean? <laughs> Years ago, nigga. Yeah, and he's still rolling up here, picking up girls. Mm-hmm. But but even, even then, like, it's, it's still legal because they're not 18, but it's kind of like it was just it was just wild to to see it and to really think like yo like this shit was really really accepted like like her mom is probably cool with this dude coming to pick her up and take her to the fair. Well, you gotta I mean, remember like around that time, bro, you could be fifteen and sixteen and get a car because around that time, nothing you had. I mean, they was teaching driving drivers ed in school. So shit, was, your freshman year. You know what I'm saying? Or no, your sophomore year, you get in there, you take driver's ed, shit. You 15 years, 14, 15 years old, take driver's ed, nigga. You got a fucking license coming out of the, out of school that day. I hear what you're saying, but that dude was in high school. For sure. I know I'm with you. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> but then, it wasn't it wasn't a shocking thing, you know what I'm saying, at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh but yeah, I I thought I thought they did I thought they did a really, really good job with it, man. And I cause like I said, I didn't know what to expect coming into it and mm-hmm. and the significance of it of like this dude is I mean, come on, man. It he, he went in like when they was looking when they was looking in the classifieds and they was looking for jobs, first of all, my man said, Yo, you could be a delivery man. <laughs> they don't know how to drive. Man. What the fuck is you talking about? If that nigga could, if that nigga could walk into a, a, a Fortune 500 toy company <laughs> and get a and get a promotion in two weeks, nigga, dude said he only been here. He said he ain't even no, he wasn't even there a week. He said he ain't even been here a week, and he already got promoted. He said yeah. She said yeah. He got Bob's old office. He was like, Bob's old office is bigger than my office. <laughs> like yo, <laughs> that nigga was sick, bro. Hey, but he was hot, but. And and but it was all after the piano scene, you know what I'm saying? Where where uh woman woman man in movie history. Look, man, he franked to me, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Um but but the whole piano scene where he was just like he he had this charisma. I mean, it was because he had a mind of a 13-year-old, like he was able to get old adults to to feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. And I think that what he saw with that was like, yo, like you deserve to be at a higher position. Mm-hmm. And and then also you also got I gotta think of like, you know, it's 1988. When he got that check, he was oh, like, man. it's 188 dollars. <laughs> like he was happy as hell. 13-year-old, bro, in 88? Nigga, he was living life, bro. 
Man, who you telling, man? They bought all the, the streaming Big, stuff. Max, that, Big, Ma- Big Max was probably like 88 cent. Yeah, man, listen, man. When shit used to be back then, man, I, man, you know, when you go into like, I know people don't go in there no more, but like, you go into a Hardee's and that, like, and they'll show like the Hardee's like back in like the 60s and shit. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like a hamburger was 10 cent, Come cheeseburgers on, was 20 cents. Milkshakes with fifty cents, and it's you'll like be, you'll make a killing with one hundred and eighty-eight dollars, bro. Man, and it's like now, man. I was talking to somebody about this today. I was like, "Yo, man, just to get a milkshake nowadays, it's almost five dollars for a milkshake." Shit, depending on where you go, you can't get no goddamn milkshake because the machine. <laughs> yo, yo, it is crazy, man. The cost of shit nowadays, man. Hey, think of, I, I, hold on, man. How's McDonald's a trillion-dollar company? And every machine nationwide <laughs> is always down. What's Yo, going man. on here? There's a conspiracy behind is. that, man. It ain't no conspiracy, man. Look, I never worked. I never worked there, but I worked at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I worked at Burger King too. But yo, they don't want to clean the machine, man. That's, all it That's is. what it is. So they don't want to clean, clean the machine. Right, so you don't even want no milkshake out that motherfucker then. And and it's like, because I remember being, because um, when I was at Wendy's, I used to have to clean the frosting machine, mm-hmm. you know, but it was never no situation where we were just like, our motherfuckers just ain't getting frosties, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> machine broke. Nigga, yeah, machine down. Man, we just cleaned that bitch and, and kept it pushing. It was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why it's so difficult for, for McDonald's to not clean the fucking machine, man. Like, I don't you understand. Know how, you know how much of an ass whooping you would get in, in 1988 New York if you go to that motherfucker and they say <laughs> <laughs> let me get an ice cream cone and that motherfucker tell you the machine down <laughs> man that nigga got his ass whooped go fix that motherfucker then yo well, while we on the subject yo yeah. so it's this place down here called Urban Air right mm-hmm. I had never been there before so you know what I'm saying we we get all the kids and um so we go there and so I've never been in there and my kids never been in there only um uh, only my old lady and her daughter so we go up in there like they know what's going on I'm looking around I'm like yo I'm amazed like mm-hmm. this shit is crazy as fuck like dude they had the regular trampoline joints in there you know what I'm saying the uh, the joint you know the dunk basketball they had a whole ball machine where you climb over these things it had a fucking gold cart thing in the back mm-hmm. man it had Yo, listen, they even got some shit for adults. It was like 10 massage chairs just sitting yeah. there. Yeah, we got and a I'm place like, that, uh, up here called Get Air. I'm like, what the <clears> fuck? <throat> so me and her talking, and we like, man, these kids got it made today. Yeah. And I was like, we used to have to go to McDonald's. <laughs> and oh, play yeah. in the, in the oh, ball yeah. pit. At the playhouse? At the, at the play place, I mean? Man, yeah. McDonald's used to be the spot. And then you used to get lucky to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Man, who would you tell we me? Had, we like had that. one up, we had one up here before uh but it was before Dave and but like way before we got old enough to get to Dave and Busters. Instead of going to Chuck E. Cheese, they had like an older spot for like all the older kids. It's called Captain Bogies. And we used to go there after every Pee-wee football season. And uh, and one year when we won the championship, we got double the tokens. So like uh-huh. we, would, we would get like a certain amount of tokens, you know what I'm saying? And then like your parents could buy the rest. But yeah, like they gave us double tokens that year because we won the championship. Oh man, it was on and popping, bro. 
See, we used to have like a little, a little, <laughs> little like it had video games and like laser tag and shit like that. Like when mm-hmm. I was in like middle school and high school, shit, it was called Tropical Island. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah, I used to be up in that purple trade with my cousin Beeper. Like I had a Beeper. Oh yeah, for Cause, sure. Because all you had to do put a battery in it, and like you turn yeah. it on, turn it off, and the beeper. Push the button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every so, I had, I had, I had a black beeper, and then I had a clear blue beeper. One of them worked. The other one didn't. Yeah. I think the first one didn't. I forgot what color it was, but the first one didn't. The other one did work though. Definitely worked. It was my mom's old beeper. Yeah. Yeah, man. It is, man. It's so, it's so dope going back, going back in time, watching, watching older movies and shit, man. That shit, yeah, that shit, cool. But yo, but, yeah, laser tag shit that they had, bro, was so fire though. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I've never had a laser tag joint with the helmet on it. Oh, you talking about in big? Yeah, but that, that shit was sweet, yo. Do you know how? Because I think <laughs> what's, what's great about the movie is that I think he forgets that he's in that body. Because mm-hmm. the way he was running around, oh, yeah, he, was damn moving. he was moving. Then when he died, oh, the death was the greatest. <laughs> he was, that was shaking. The, that was one of the greatest deaths in the movie ever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was genius. Hey, but he was on the floor shaking like hell. He said, uh, uh, that shit was hilarious, bro. Oh man. So nah. this is this is my thing, right? Because like now, like I said, now that I'm older. I see different things about this movie, right? So mm-hmm. my thing now is, like, who is going to take his position now that he's a kid again at that job? Because, like, now he's just a no-call, no-show for the rest of the year. <laughs> 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 bro, my, nigga was, my nigga went from making $200 a, a check, bro, to nothing again, bro. This nigga back yeah. to getting allowance. Bro, you know how hard that's going to be? <laughs> <laughs> man, they gave it to Susan, man. Man, fuck that, bro. Like his mom can't tell him shit no more, bro. Take out the trash. Bitch, I was making two hundred dollars. <laughs> I like a two hundred dollars a week to invent toys. You want me to take out some trash? You know where I've been in life? No, no. The real question is, is when he grows up, do he go back to work there? Man, by the time that that nigga what he fifteen, no he thirteen. By the time he grows up, by the time he graduates high school, that's what five years. So that's what nineteen ninety three. Fuck no, bro. Toys R Us done done came out by that time, and they booming. KB Toys is out. Like ain't nobody at McMillan Toys. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody at the toys. The Sega done came out and shit, bro. Nintendo is out. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that digital comic hey. book, nigga. Hey. Comic Zone is on Sega. I'm playing that. Oh, man. You fucking stupid. Hey, I'm going to tell you what the what the craziest thing about uh. this about this movie is, bro. So when I was when I was younger, right? You know how um you know how they got the, the stores in New York like on Fifth Avenue. So I didn't know Fifth Avenue was like the actual place. So the whole time, like I remember growing up and hearing about Saks, but I thought it was always called Saks Fifth Avenue. I didn't know it was just called Saks. Mm-hmm. So when I seen this, when I seen this movie, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, oh man, that's a sex store. 
It was it was Fifth Avenue. I forgot what the O stood for, but it was Fifth Avenue McMillan for the toy store. And I'm sitting here like, man, that's a sex store. Like, that's pretty cool, man. And then <laughs> as I got older, I realized like Fifth Avenue is just the street that all the stores is on. I guess that was like the shopping district or whatever. I'm like, man, I feel stupid as hell. Like, oh, Fifth <laughs> Avenue is the place. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I had no idea that that's what that shit meant, bro. That's fucking funny. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, nah, but I tell you what, I tell you what was crazy though was, and and I like the approach that they took with this one mm-hmm. because see, the first time when he became an adult, like he just woke up and he was an adult. Yeah. And this one, when he got out of the car with Susan and started walking back to the house, and like Susan kind of looked down and she looked back up, and he was mm-hmm. thirteen with that big ass suit on. Man, Steve Harvey suit. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Steve Harvey used to have the biggest suit. Man, that that whole season, every season, that nigga suit used to be super big for no reason. But that nigga no had shoulder pads in his suits. Hey man, that's the way the suits used to come, man. I know, but that's but the crazy show, part. No, the crazy part is like even the women's uh yeah uh, blazers used to come yeah. and shoulder pads. They show, it was, they used to have shirts like that too. I remember the first time I seen the actual shoulder pad out of a shirt or a suit. I didn't know <laughs> what the fuck it was. I was like, what is this? That was like that's a shoulder pad. Like, man, that ain't what shoulder pads look like. They like, nah, and they showed me they put it back in the shirt. I was like, oh shit. Yo, man. The fashion, like even even going back and looking at shit that I used to wear in high school, mm-hmm. it's like yo, you was, was, you no the, was you a part of the snap and roll era with the big t shirt, big shorts? Man, come on, man, you know it. All whites, high oh, side, man, man. Listen, yo, the tall t era, boy. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so so was you was you was you down south tall t or was you? Up north, tall T. No, I was down south, tall T. You know what I'm okay, saying? Yeah, T man, the T's came down almost to my kneecaps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, we was and, we. I was I was up north, tall T. With the it didn't come down to my kneecaps, but it definitely came down to my thighs. And then I used to had a I used to had a uh, the do rag open with the bandana. I mean, with the headband over it. For man, sure. Well, <laughs> I used to dude. I used to rock, dude. Man, I used to go to finish line, my guy. And I would go in there because they used to have two for 20. Feli? Well, no, the Feli. I had the Feli. I was getting there. Okay. But I had the uh, the tall tees, so I would probably get my four tall tees. You know what I'm yep. saying? All the colors, white, black, red, yep. Yep. blue. And then I would go get the two for 89 Feli. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get the black ones, get the yes, white ones. Yep. And what I used to do is I used to have a thermal on, but the uh, tee would stick out the bottom. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then when I go back, I used to thought I was just shit. But then I go back and look at that shit. Shit, man, crazy. Fuck? <laughs> hey, listen, let me tell you. So we we went we went from we went from that like we stayed in the tall T joint. We used to have the super big baggy shorts. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you had the all whites on the course, or you had your different shoes, stuff like that. But I used to get into the fitted caps. You know what I'm saying? I was a huge Jay-Z fan. Jay always had the fitted caps on. So I started getting into the fitted caps. 
So I used to go to Lids. Like, we used to go to the mall every weekend. So I used to go to Lids specifically. Like, I made it my duty to go to Lids and talk to the dude at the at the register and ask him what new hats are coming. And then he would he would always get the catalog out for me and show me all the new hats that they had coming up. So I used to always get, like, I had a hat collection out this world, bro. My fitted caps used to be crazy. I remember when they came out with the uh I remember when they came out with the 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 state logo joints. So they used to have they used to have a state and then they used to have a, the logo, the, the tiny print logo, the all over print, and then they used to have uh-huh. a, the big logo outside the state, like above or laying over the state. I had an all white and black Cincinnati. Oh my god, that motherfucker was clean, boy. That was my favorite hat I ever had, bro. Man, I, I didn't I didn't really get into like hats like that. Mm-hmm. I used to rock uh to see what it was. I was more of a shoe man. Like obviously I spoke a lot about like dude, I had every pair of obviousness that they were. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to just zero myself in on obviousness. So you know what I'm saying? I would get the felines. Like I probably had like four different pairs because you could get two for eighty nine. Yeah. Also what used to happen back then, people who ain't our age. <laughs> they they did they did that with felines. They did it with New Balances. Yep, you know what I'm saying, and they did it with Sacconis came through, and they had <laughs> an era. Oh, remember Prestos? Yep, and yeah. for some odd reason, but it was only it was only a thing for like a year. K Swiss got hot for like a year. Yep, all white, all black K Swiss. Yep, yep. So like we used to have these deals back then, two for eighty nine. You used to mm-hmm. go to the mall and get two pairs of shoes for eighty nine dollars. Yep, and you so, used like, to be the cleanest motherfucker walking man, with you. Who you telling, man? And it's like, and it was the best thing for me, man. And then mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't know what happened. Y'all, y'all was not catching no two for eighty nine no more. <laughs> nah, y'all let them, y'all let them run the prices up, fighting over elevens, idiots. Yeah, fucking clowns. But uh, while we on wardrobe, yo, yeah. man, when my man came to that, was it a Christmas party? Is that what it was? Oh, no, it was a birthday party. It was, it was birthday a boss's party. birthday party. Yeah. Yo, my man came in there with, with the goddamn white suit. <laughs> like he was going to a Mexican restaurant. Prom, boy. <laughs> and everybody was looking at him laughing. He was like, what y'all looking at? Yeah, like he, he seriously crazy. did not know who they was laughing and looking at. Bro, I, like, I, I, I wanted to say that nigga had a tuxedo on, bro. It was a tuxedo, yeah. but it, it was it was made like like he was going to, you know what I'm saying, to a, a Mexican barbecue. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was it was it was wild, but it was wild. It was funny. It was funny, but uh, yeah, man, I love I love going back in and watching old movies, man, because I gotta like for me, like even like seeing. Like the way that, you know what I'm saying, New York City was at that time. Mm-hmm. Like they, they even gave you a little bit of that. And then, like, when you start thinking about like the wardrobes and, and the things that were acceptable at that time, because, like I said, like, I, if I had to, if I had to put like a percentage on it, like, I'm more on the side of where I hate this cancel culture shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the uh, hell I was talking about. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I hate the cancer culture shit because it's yeah, like... Because it's... I have to bring it up because we're in this time now. And and I mentioned it on this podcast already, but just the fact of like she was actually 
you know, having sex with a dude that's mentally 13 years old, but then she's telling him to, you know, to keep my number and and all of this type of shit. And, See, that's what but, made it creepy. It wasn't but, a, it wasn't a, the sex part that made it creepy. It was yeah, that, it was that part, like keep my number part. But at the same time, when they was in the car, he went in for a kiss and she kissed his forehead. So yeah. she did tone it down of like, yo, like you're really like a 13 year old. Like I, I, you know, I can't be doing this. And I think she said that jokingly, but at the same time, like she was kind of serious about it. But because, I mean, like, even if you go back to like, um, fuck, what's the, uh, I mean, let's use varsity blues. You know what I'm saying? We talked about the scene where they went to the strip club and the teacher was stripping. Man, that that was you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I think I want to say he was he was boning her. One of them was boning her, wasn't they? No, they were saying that they would like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, just the fact that you know what I'm saying, they go to the strip club, these niggas is in high school, and the teacher, like, uh, you know, at first she, you know, she covering up the next thing you know, like she, she just started busting it open, and then she ended up kicking it with these niggas. This is true. You know what this I'm saying? And dude, that was a that was a uh a, a FX show came out probably like two years ago, some shit. And um it was called the uh A Teacher. Mm-hmm. And it was about a female teacher having a relationship with a student. Yeah. And what I didn't like about it was like they it turned into this whole trauma thing. You know what I'm saying? Like he's traumatized because well, the way they put it was like he fell in love with her. But see, mm-hmm. she ended up going to jail. She got locked up for like a year or some shit. As she should, yeah. And like, she had to kind of like distance herself from that town and like all that shit. Mm-hmm. But the way they did with him was they tried to make it seem like they tried to they 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 tried to cover it up a little bit by saying that he was just like so in love with her, like that's why he was really. But like they had him in therapy and shit, like talking to him, like he's. I'm telling you right now. Let me let 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 me as a man who's been been through high school and all that shit already. If I was boning a hot teacher in high school, my nigga, I don't need therapy. I need an award. I need an award for being the dopest. Thank you. I'm sorry. Because there's there's no, I mean, now don't get me wrong. Nowadays, you might find a kid who will probably be traumatized, blah, blah, blah. But during our time, no. No. There was not not one dude who would have said, well, I'm not going to say it's not one dude, but the dudes I was around, nobody would have been like, oh, man, are you okay? Did she hurt you? No. We'd have been sitting around at BW3s talking, man, let me tell you what I did, man, and then she did this, and I was like, oh, man. Like, that would have been an experience of a lifetime. Lifetime. I mean, a lifetime. And the crazy thing, the crazy thing was when I was in high school, like, it was a rumor going around that I was boning our senior English teacher. That's funny. I I, I wasn't, but I ain't gonna lie. If I could have did it, I definitely would have tried to get an A. No, but dude, but check this out. So you know, so the the girl is you know her. Um okay, right. So you know the remake of Fantastic Four, right? Mm-hmm. The girl that played Invisible Woman? Jessica Alba. No, no, that no, was the, first the one with the one with Michael B. Jordan. Michael Michael, oh, okay, yeah, Michael yeah, B. Jordan. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You know the actress. You've seen her in some other stuff. Um, yeah, his sister. Okay. So, did you know that her... So, she's Kate Moore. Did you know her sister was Rooney Moore? Who? Do you know who Rooney Moore is? No. You know the girl that played... Um, a girl with a dragon tattoo. Did you ever see that? Yeah. The one that um that my dude that played 007, that that version cuz you know they did the movie like four fucking times. Right. No, the I one, the, the, I only seen um a piece of it, but is it the 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 main character? Yeah. Okay, hold on wait a minute. Have you ever seen Side Effects? I don't think so. Side Effects is a great movie number one. Hold on wait a minute. Because I've really got to explain this to you, dude. Because I had no idea. Because they look nothing alike. Word. Um, have you ever seen her? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Where he fall in love with the uh, computer? Oh, I got one for you. I got one for you. The the new Nightmare on Elm Street, the one that they fucked up, two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in. She was in that joint. Okay. Okay. Like these two motherfuckers are sisters. I had no idea. That's. Crazy. I was like. What the fuck? I was like, they don't look absolutely nothing alike. Yeah. And I had no idea that they were sisters, but uh, but Kate, the one that played um, because she was a shooter too. Well, um, you know, um, that's not the that's not like the first like sister tandem that's like that. Jenna Fisher and Ella Fisher. The uh Jenna Fisher chick is Pam from the office. And then Ella Fisher is um is uh Vince Vaughn's girl the girl that Vince Vaughn was with on uh Wedding Crashers. They sisters. Damn. Had no idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You would have never thought that they were sisters. But they those they are sisters. And Ella Fisher is married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I know. Yeah, we, we went out, we went out of script there, but I, I just, I just thought, I just thought that, um, damn, how the fuck did I get there? Oh, just the fact of like her, but she did, she did tone it down, she did tone that, but I just still feel mm-hmm. like today's world, it's yeah. just like the way that people view everything, with finding a problem with everything. I think mm-hmm. that people would have found a problem with some of the things that happened in Big, where me and you like. The fuck out of here, man. Well, I'm gonna tell you this though. Well, now that when that nigga go back to school, I guarantee you he'd be uh macking on old girl now. Oh all no, them, because all remember they show is out the way. Well, yeah, the jitters are out of the way, so he's not gonna be as nervous anymore. But like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? She gotta do it with a car, man. He's still he's still riding hey, that bike. Hey, man. hey, hey, don't nobody give a fuck about that car. My nigga done smashed already. He not a virgin no more. Yeah, I bet you did no with the car, virgin. But then nobody talks about like how this dude is. is I mean, even though he, I guess it's kind of different because he did it in, a, in an adult body. But it's kind of like mm-hmm. this dude is really, really thirteen years old, man, and, and he he the man. You know what I'm saying? He that's hey, master thirty year old. My nigga, my nigga, he can the shit that he can go back and tell her. Yeah, I used to have a job. Where I was making like two hundred dollars a week. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like he about to go to school. He about to go to school with a whole new mindset. Like this nigga had a whole job. He about to be acing algebra now. Like he gonna be oh, talking man. to the teacher about market plans and shit, bringing up shit the teacher may not know about. Like yeah, this nigga used to work at a major toy company, CEO type shit. He about to be in school. Oh, he about man. to be the man for real, bro. This dude is wild. 
<laughs> this nigga in there talking to the teacher about stocks and shit now. Like, he's life. <laughs> <laughs> he is living life, bro. Oh, man. Nah, it was pretty good, though, man. It was pretty man, good. Man, that's what's up, man. All right, so let's get into it, man. Fire Flame time. What do you rate this thing? Uh, Cast was good. I seen some noticeables in there, man. You know what I'm saying? The dude that was mad about the job. You know what I'm saying? He's a, the father from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was in there. My guy Frank, there was a Scarface. He was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you got Tom Hanks. And um, so the cast was good. I thought the story was good. Oh, you ain't um, gonna hold on. You got to shout Kitty out, man. Kitty? From that 70s show, man. Deborah Joe Rupp. She was the assistant. Oh, she was the assistant. Damn. Yeah. Shout out to Kitty, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's a you know young her. My See, bad. You're going to make Red put a foot in your ass, man. What you doing, man? Don't do that. Oh, man. My <laughs> fault. My fault. My fault. That was, she was the assistant. That's yeah, crazy. she was the assistant, man. That's crazy. I did. Dang. And that's another thing, man. It's funny seeing people like, I mm-hmm. when I had went back, I, I had seen it before, but it's just crazy, like, watching, like, Taxi. Mm-hmm. I'm a taxi driver and watching Robert De Niro as like man. like a 20 year old man. It's like, yeah. yo, like we always seen this motherfucker with gray hair and shit. And he's old mm-hmm. as fuck, and it's like it's crazy seeing him like as a 20 year old. <laughs> it's like, yo, that's crazy. But um, good cast, man. I think that um, <clears throat> Penny Marshall. Matter of fact, man, you know, rest in peace to her. She died a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I think she had a good one with this one, man. Um. I'm gonna give it, man. I'm I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, yes. I can I can actually I can actually see myself actually watching this again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this this isn't a movie where it's just kind of like, you know, I watched it and you know, but if, but if I see it, if I see it on or some shit like that or in the mood, this is something I can see myself throwing on again. So I'm gonna give it a four, man. For sure, man. Um, <clears throat> for me, y'all already know. You know what I'm saying? I like this movie. This is actually one of the ones that I picked out. Um, the cast, like you said, is great. Also, shout out to John Lovitz. You know what I'm saying? Good comedian uh, and comedic actor as well. Um, he was he was the dude in the cubicle next to him when he was in data processing. But, um, you know what I'm saying? He, he had a nice little career. He had a show on Fox and all kind of shit like that. But, um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? They had some, they had some names in there, of course. Um, like I said, the message in the movie is is great, man. It's, you know, don't grow up too fast. Cherish the moment, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know what I'm saying? Don't lose your creativity. Don't lose your imagination. You know what I'm saying? Just because you get older and just because you have responsibilities don't mean that, you know, that kid inside you has died off. You know, you can always still go have that kind of fun and go do those type of things. You know what I'm saying? You just have to find a way to do them, have to find some time to do them. Um, but for me, man, like I said, anytime this movie comes on, it's one of the ones that I watch no matter where it's at. Um, that piano scene is classic. You know what I'm saying? You've seen it be remade multiple times in multiple things. Um, mm-hmm. Commercials, mo- other movies, TV shows, you know what I'm saying? Family Guy, like all that shit. Like, so, um, and then Tom Hanks, man, like he did an amazing job in this movie. For him to have to play a childish you know what I'm saying, like a childish character, an immature character, a naive character, and, and for him to be able to make it as believable as he did, especially for the 80s, like, that was a, he did a hell of a job. Um, 
so yeah, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and take a step above, just a slight step above. I'm going four point five. Who did, man? <clears throat> I'm not mad at it at all. I'm not mad at it at all, man. Um, so we got um, it's considered limit series, but it's it's a documentary episode that we're doing for the month. Um, you know, this is a, I have I haven't actually seen this one yet. I've seen stuff on him. Mm-hmm. Everybody know who he is, but I haven't seen this one yet, so this will be my first time watching it. But um, coming soon, y'all, we doing um, a conversation with the killer. You know what I'm saying? The John Wayne Gacy tapes. Yeah. Um, so it's I gonna be a little bit of this shit, and I'm telling you now, this one of the ones you got to pay attention to. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only thing that kind of scares me about doing this one because yeah, because like, I mean. One thing that we do, like, we want to give y'all some facts, but at the same time, we, we, you know what I'm saying, we like the conversation this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to be, like, 1,000% fat based on everything. Like, mm-hmm. yo, he killed this girl April 7th, two, well, I mean, this, you know what I'm saying, 1947. With this one, is, and especially with what we do, I think that we'll be able to do that, you know what I'm saying, like, to a T off of this, Doc, because it has so much information and facts and everything else that you know what I'm saying? It's just like the same thing we did with the Bundy joint. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is one of those ones where we'll be able to have some conversations and be able to not even necessarily get derailed. Just, you know what I'm saying? I think some of these conversations can go other places and still be on topic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, it's, it also helps that, you know, John Wayne Gacy was, you know, one of the characters um, that they that they spoke to in uh, Mindhunter. Yep, you know what I'm saying yep. the great the great Netflix show that I man, that's one of the shows that I wish they would come back with. Man, I saw today um, they bringing the Lincoln Lawyer back for another season, so that's yeah, dope. I, I haven't got into that one yet. I mean, I know yeah. it's, just, it's based off the movie, right? Yeah, it's based it's based off the movie, but like you know, what I'm saying a little a little different. They they yeah. put they put their own spin on it, but. It's, okay. it's similar to the movie. Um, I did see uh, this ain't Netflix, but they renewed boys of uh, the boys for a fourth season. Oh, they got to. They had yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. This season alone, this season alone should let you know like this shit should be able to go for another two, three seasons easy. Yeah, definitely. But um, but I bring that up because it, it's just like man, my hundred man that that show was that show was fucking great. Speaking of the word hundreds. Mm-hmm. What happened to Hunters, man? Amazon, man. I don't they know. never they, they never came back with nothing else, man. I don't know, man. They never came back with nothing else. But uh but yeah, y'all be on the lookout for the uh for the next episode, man, the Friday mm-hmm. episode, man. We come we come with our, our monthly doc uh conversations with a killer, the John Wayne Gacy tapes, man. Yeah, buddy. Um listen, if y'all if y'all haven't had a chance to watch it, check that out ASAP. Uh, before the next episode, because this is one of those ones that, you know, man, it's it's gonna be so much shit. And the thing that I like about it is they didn't do one straight doc; they broke it up, and you know, so made it a series. Yeah, and I, and I like when they do that. With yeah, I like when they do that with certain docs because it's like it's it's already hard enough as it is to fit stuff into a documentary. 
and make it especially stuff that's pertinent to what's going on. So for them to be able to, you know what I'm saying, be smart enough to say we're going to break this into three pieces and we're going to put as much info as we can in this, I think that is is definitely, you know what I'm saying, going to be some stuff we can conversate about and, uh, and, and have some, you know what I'm saying, talking points on. Definitely, man. So that's uh, that's gonna be a fun one, man. Because you know, I said we just did an episode talking about a serial killer, and then we on to the next yeah, one for sure, man. Um, and then we, I mean, really, this this is an episode about a serial killer too. You know, what I'm saying life, life is life will kill you. You know, what I'm saying my man was my man was living it up, and then he just had to be a fucking adult. You know what I'm saying? And and look how his life just started shredding. My man was crying and shit. He wanted to go back to his mom. Like, all kind of shit was going on. My nigga had bills and shit. That's that's one thing they really should have got into was the fact that this nigga didn't, they ain't show this nigga balancing out a checkbook. They ain't show this nigga trying to buy a car. None of that shit. I mean, he lived in New York, so the car was kind yeah, of... Yeah, so he didn't need a car, yeah. yeah. But he just knew how to get a taxi, though. Yeah, my nigga didn't have to pay no bills or nothing, bro. It was... Man, this nigga was just spending money willy nilly. Man, did you see that he he got in his apartment? He ain't had to worry about rent, none of that shit. That nigga was just like, yeah, I'm buy a pinball machine and a giant T Rex. I got a Dr Pepper machine in the house. What the fuck kind of shit is that for two hundred dollars a week? This nigga is balling. But he was balling for real. That was a big ass apartment, enough to be able to jump like a full fledged jump on a trampoline. This nigga was skateboarding in his apartment, bro. This dude had a basketball go on the pole. That's what I'm saying, bro. For two hundred dollars a week, my nigga, bring the eighties back. That's what they need. That's to what do. I'm saying, bro. The money I make now for two hundred dollars, man, man, I kill. I have a whole goddamn mansion. <laughs> the way that nigga was spending money, I'd be out here balling for real. I'd be taking flights every other week, all kind of shit, man. Hey. But um, yeah, man. Listen, check us out next episode, man. Um, and if you like this episode, if this is one of your favorite movies like it is mine, or if this is your first time seeing it like it is as that's man, hit us up, let us know. You could uh you could tag us up on our socials um on IG and Twitter at View and Nine Pod, and then you can hit us up on Facebook as well at VA Pod Watch Group. You can find me on Twitter at Schools Bronson. My link tree is in the bio, just go there. You can find me everywhere else. Also, um Man, listen, thank you guys for all the support and everything that you guys showed me, man. I put up a um a video for Immaculate Bros on my Instagram and y'all got that thing up to nine thousand views. I definitely appreciate it, man. Um the love is there, you know what I'm saying? Y'all really showed out. Appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for what y'all did for me, man. That that shit is a great look. My first video I put up went up to four thousand. So the next one to, you know what I'm saying, for me to do that and then get it up to nine is crazy. I got another one on the way. I'm trying to hurry up and get out here and get it. So when y'all see that one, show that thing the same love. Thanks. Yeah, man. Congratulations on that, man. Y'all keep them numbers going up. Uh, So for me, y'all can check me out at uh, s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on IG. Uh, Check out the podcast. I dropped episode 89. I did um, one of my little crime series joints, man. I did it on Felix the Cat um, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Oakland, uh, Oakland, California legend. Um, you know what I'm saying? Dealing that heroin. So I did an episode on that. So go check that out on all major platforms. 
For sure, man. Um, yeah, man. And once again, thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. Until the next episode, like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>